When I use the word mind, I'm talking about that part of us that's concerned with thoughts, with emotions, with imagination. I once heard a yogi adept say that all of the brain was concerned with the mind, but not all of the mind is in the brain. I don't claim to know what the relationship between the mind and the brain is, but I know that there are certainly connections there. And if I were addressing an audience of physicians or medical scientists, I might have to spend a lot of time trying to cite studies to support contentions I make with references to scientific literature, to experiments. I'm not going to do that in talking to you because I think most of you, like me, are aware of the mind-body connection. And I think, in fact, one day scientific research will validate our experience. Actually, mind-body medicine is probably the best researched area of what has been called alternative medicine, although I don't consider mind-body medicine alternative in any sense. But there really have been about three decades of good research documenting the influences of the mind and the body. As an example of some of the information that comes out of mind-body research, I would mention some of the clinical experiences of people who work with patients with multiple personality disorder, a disorder that was once rare but has become quite common in recent years. And this has to do with physical differences among the different personalities. For example, there have been many cases reported where a person has a significant allergy. Say they get hives within a half hour of eating a citrus fruit. But one of the personalities might not have that allergy. And if that personality can emerge within a certain period of time after consuming citrus, the allergy doesn't happen. That's very interesting. There has even been a case reported of a woman, the multiple personality disorder woman who had insulin-dependent diabetes, but one of the personalities did not require insulin. I think these differences should be paid great attention to because the picture that emerges from all this is that our bodies, this is the physical hardware of the system, and that you can run different software through it and come out with very different results. Now, how can we explain these observations? How could personality differences result in differences in healing ability. I think actually there are many mechanisms that are at work here. I'm not going to go into great detail about them, but I'll talk about a couple. One is the role of the autonomic nervous system in conveying emotional states to the body, and the other is the role of chemical messengers in serving this function. The involuntary nervous system which originates in control centers in the brain and then travels down through the body and controls the functioning of many internal organs and many basic body functions, has very clear connections to emotional states. The autonomic nervous system has two main divisions, the sympathetic nervous system, which speeds up body reactions, and the parasympathetic nervous system, which slows them down. The sympathetic nervous system prepares us for fight or flight responses. It prepares the body for emergencies. In emergencies, some functions become non-essential. Digestion becomes non-essential, so the digestive system is shut down. On the other hand, it's very important to maintain blood supply to the brain during an emergency because a blackout could be fatal. So blood pressure is increased and blood is shunted away from the surface of the body toward the center of the body to make sure that there's no interruption of circulation. 
It's been said that many diseases of modern life seem to be the result of overactivity of the sympathetic nervous system. It's as if we are constantly trying to fight or flee from a danger that never goes away. And overactivity of the sympathetic nervous system can be the basis of high blood pressure, of unbalanced circulation, of increased workload on the heart, of arrhythmias of the heart, of many kinds of digestive disturbances. For example, there is a wide range of digestive complaints that really have their origin in a dissonance between the intrinsic motility of the digestive system, that is, all these organs are are muscular from the stomach on down through the colon, it's smooth muscle, involuntary muscle, and it has its own intrinsic rhythm. You know, there are waves of motion that go from one end to the other. That motion has to be synchronized with the external control that comes from the autonomic nervous system.